Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good evening, good evening, good evening. And if you're looking at my face, you know what time it is. It's game face time. I'm Richard the Razor Ewing. He's Matt, none the wiser wise. And Matt, as always, before I start, I got to go to the questions. You better do it this week because you didn't do it last week with D. Bruce. And I thought about it after. I'm like, yo, where were the questions? So Richard, Razor, please hit him with them questions. So if you're trying to figure out how to get that solid recipe for pinto beans, you're on the wrong podcast. And if you're trying to figure out how to reinvent a peanut butter jelly sandwich, you're on the wrong podcast. Now, if you're trying to get insight on Bay Area sports here in the San Francisco Bay Area, you just put your game face on. And if you're trying to put insight on sports on the international level, once again, you put your game face on. I said this before, I'll say it again. I'm Richard DeRegan Ewing. He's Matt Nunnerwise Wise. Matt, what do we got? It's if man, we got it. Listen, six games left for the Giants in the mm-hmm. season. They got three against the Dimebacks, three against the Padres. Uh, Brandon Belt just went down with a thumb, broken thumb, cruising into the playoffs. Uh, Dodgers are trailing by two games. Uh, Giants are looking to me to take the division. I've been saying it. I said it when they beat the Dodgers a couple uh, about a month ago that, that it's the Giants division, and it is. Uh, so we got that. We got Sharks uh, starting up. We got a media day for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, some things to talk about there if we want to go there. And then we got a Sunday night football, the San Francisco 49ers against the Green Bay Packers and uh, Aaron Rodgers doing what Aaron Rodgers does. Yeah, you pretty much called it. So let's start with the Gigantes. Well, let's start with this. Let's hit them with this because I've been saying, put your money down on the Giants winning the division. And I'm telling you now, the best place to go do that is betonline.ag. We're back, baby, and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another season of football. And with fans in the stadiums, it is a beautiful sight. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football and for all your sports betting needs. So I encourage you, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Do not forget to use the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. BetOnline.ag. There you have it, folks. You think you got what it takes to, uh, you know, win you some money? Hey, man, go to go to BetOnline.ag. Like I always say, man, I personally don't have the guts to try it. So. You know, but hey, I guess there's some guys out there that do. And you obviously talked about, you know, uh, you, you know, putting your money on the Giants to win the NL West. That sounds like a bet that's sure to pay out. 
yeah, in, to me, in my in my opinion, looking at it, you got six games left. You have a two-game lead against the Dodgers. Dodgers have three games against the Padres, which are going on right now, and then three games against the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, to for me the, it almost feels like the Dodgers have to win out so they got to go they got to win six out of their next six games and if the Giants just go what if they win four out of the next six they're tied there's a tie so there's a tie for first at that point and then there would be a playoff but you know four Giants winning four out of six more than likely the way they've been playing maybe five out of six and then the, seeing the Dodgers sweep I it's just not going to happen I don't see them sweeping the Padres I don't see them sweeping uh, the Brewers, and uh, I, I am super excited. The only negative and only uh, downside or the uh, black cloud on my San Francisco Giants parade would be uh, the broken thumb injury to Brandon Belt. Yeah, because now what that does is that takes him out of the rotation. It takes him out of uh, contention to compete during the postseason, and we got to admit, Brandon Bell has had, he's had just a fantastic year. Um, he's been playing well. Uh, he's been hitting dingers like there's no tomorrow. I tell you something, his August was amazing. How many home runs he hit in August? His, his August was good. His September was almost better. I think his September, he had nine home runs in September. Okay, alone. I meant to say September. Um, yeah, I think you were. Yeah, yeah, September. So he was hot. And I mean, he's, he was, he's kind of been, uh, stepping up as the leader of the team with that whole uh, captain C on his on his jersey, and then uh, I don't know. We should. I wish we would have pulled the picture up. We could throw it up right now. But they have that picture out with uh, Brandon Belt standing at the bottom of the plane uh, stairs in a captain's uniform, and all the rookies are behind him in uh, sailor uniforms. Nice. I, I thought that that's just hilarious, and that's kind of what you need this time of year. And you need a guy like Brandon Belt to step up to be the leader of the team. Um, and he's done a great job at doing that this year. So it's unfortunate that he's injured. Hopefully it's, it's not too bad. And, and hopefully he come back in, in the postseason. but we'll see what happens. Well, this is the thing in sports. What do we know? There's, there's the regular, the regular model and that is next man up. So even though he's not there, you still have Brandon Crawford. You still have Mikey Stremski. You still have uh, guys who can pitch like Logan Webb. Um, we still got Chris Bryant. We, we still got, we still got guys that can get it done. So absolutely. So with him going down, this is a time when other guys step up and they play on his behalf. When they go to that plate and they're, they're, they're looking down at the pitcher, they're thinking, yeah, this is what you guys did, did to, to, to our guy Crawford. Now, now we're going to, we're going to let it, let it rip. Okay. So that's what I expect to see. I expect to see the giants. So show some resurgence. Okay. In a situation like this. And I think they will. They're, luckily this year, they're a pretty deep team. I mean, you got late night and Lamont Wade that could, going over at first base you got darren ruff who hasn't i mean he's not getting a lot of playing time so this gives him opportunity he's a big bat so i mean it's not necessarily a bad thing it is next man up um so we'll see what happens I, i'm pretty confident like i said go to betonline.ag put your money down giant's gonna win the, win the west look he seems very confident about that he got like a little smile on his face when he said that i'm tired of these dodger fans i'm tired get out of here man it's over your season's over you have not been able to catch the giants all year you got close you got under a game you got tied you may have had the lead for one game but it's over you're done you couldn't beat us in that series last month um so it's over your, your season's over dodgers you could do the one game playoffs if you get in against the cardinals who are playing some just spectacular baseball right now uh, that is like a 15 Cardinals, or 16 game look, uh winning streak. Look, the Cardinals right now are the scariest team in baseball. Yeah, they, they are, are just and scary. They are they are 
They are Halloween scary. If you want to go if, that route. They're and if just, they beat the Dodgers in a, in the one game playoff, the Giants would have to face whatever team out of that one game playoff. So that's what's scary. Uh, I'm hoping it's going to be the Dodgers because I just cannot wait for a playoff series between the Giants and Dodgers in a non-bubble season. Because those Do- that World Series the Dodgers got does not count. That's a bubble season. It's a shortened season. Well, you didn't it play is, a full 162. Yeah, it, it don't is. count. I'm sorry. Yeah, it does not it count. Is. It is. It is. It does have an asterisk, just like when the Lakers won their NBA championship in the bubble. There's you guys, you're gonna be looking at that going, okay, yeah, that's an asterisk. And it's not real. You know, it so. don't count to me. I'm sorry. Like Dodger fans can claim it all they want, but they didn't complete a full 162 grind season, not knowing what's gonna happen injury wise or performance wise or whatever as a long season goes on. So. Um, you know, it's nice. It's like a little, con- it's a second place trophy for the Dodgers. It's a nice little consolation prize. Congratulations. So the thing is, the thing is that you got to ask yourself though, is that, okay, if that's so, then, you know, and you, and you look at the Dodgers right now, right? I mean, the fact that they're behind the Giants and there was a full season, I mean, to your point, it's like what, what you're seeing does kind of add fuel to what you're saying. Okay. It's like you look and go, well, yeah, okay, the Dodgers are champions, but they couldn't do it in a full season. Like all of a sudden, the full season's here and they don't look as promising as they were last season. And so it's just like, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe none the wise, or maybe you're none the wise. I, I don't know, man. I'm just saying that it, you know, the Dodgers can Dodgers and Dodger fans can claim that World Series all they want. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying it, it it lacks a little bit of legitimacy for me, and uh, it feels more like a consolation prize. So um, we'll go from there. We'll see what happens. If they if they really want it, they can get it this year. Uh, they're still in they're still in position. So we'll see how bad they want it. Okay, so we got to move on to the elephant in a room, okay, the rat on the table. (sighs) I know you, we talked about this before we even started. We did not want to discuss this, but we have no choice. We have to. It's what we do here at Game Face. We are Bay Area Sports Magnified. So with any further ado, we got to discuss Sunday Night Football, Niners versus Packers. This was just a game that at first I kind of thought that the Niners are just going to lay down and just going to let, let, let the Packers just just run run the run the whole gambit on these guys, but they didn't. They 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 fought. They came back, um, you know. But even in the end, you could you could kind of sense that they just didn't have that killer instinct, and that is something that's troubling to me because that's been a cloud over Shanahan's you know uh, head for many of seasons. When he was with Atlanta, they were saying that they were saying he just doesn't have the killer instinct. He, yes, he's he's a, he's a, a, a schemer. Um, he comes up with excellent plays, but when it comes time to close the deal, he just doesn't have it. He gets you close, but he just doesn't he just doesn't close the deal. You got Aaron Rodgers comes in here, and and he like you said earlier, we were talking before we got on, on the show. He's Aaron Rodgers, twenty three of thirty three, two hundred sixty one yards, two TDs, no interceptions, one hundred thirteen point three passer rating. And I tell you something, the guy that killed them was the guy that was receiving those passes. Devontae Adams, 12 passes, 132 yards, and a touchdown. Thank goodness I have Devontae Adams in my fantasy football league. <laughs> but it hurt. It hurt on Sunday when he's running all over your team. Um, to me, the blame 
has to fall soul not solely but to me a majority of, I, I know a lot of people want to get on jimmy garoppolo and they just really they they really want to like put the blame on jimmy and i, I just don't see it no, i don't you look see at it either. the first three possessions those are scripted plays uh bill walsh used to do that and i always thought it was just and see or maybe it was seaford that used to do it uh they'd script like the first 15 20 plays and that's one of the things that shanahan does and you look at those scripted plays they they didn't do diddly squat the first three times they had the ball. So that right there falls solely on the coach because you're so stuck into a game plan that you can't even adjust at the beginning of a game, your game plan. And you know what? You're, you're lucky you weren't out of the game because it was getting bad. It was 17 yeah. to zero. Yeah, um, it was. I mean, it was getting really, really ugly. And if it wasn't for that kick return by Cannon, you're not in that game. You get the ball at halftime after halftime and you're down 17 zero. Um, so it was not, the first half was not pretty. Um, I'm very, very concerned. Uh, I don't, I don't think, I think my expectations of Nick Bosa may have been a little too high. I think I need to be realistic that he is coming back from a devastating injury mm-hmm. and it's going to take him time to work himself back into uh, 2019 Nick Bosa. And so I I can't really be so tough on that, but the D line got zero pressure. Um, They got zero pressure all game. You talk about the killer instinct. That's something they had in 2019. They were making huge plays defensively. That D line was getting the timely sacks, the timely rushes, and it wasn't happening. And those cornerbacks, the secondary was where they were on the Island all game. But the thing is, the reason why it is you don't have DeForest Buckner. Okay. He's gone. You don't have Richard Sherman. Okay. You don't have, the pieces that was being, you know, displayed in 2019. You got, you know, Ken Law, who, in my opinion, they didn't talk about it. I think his knee is still sore, okay? Um, you got Armstead, but we got to be honest. Armstead is a force from certain aspects of what he does. He's, he's not a prolific Nothing forward. from Armstead. D Ford, really, I saw him well, very sporadically out there. Uh, the first half, uh, Bosa was like, he was getting one possession, they take a possession off. And I get it, you got to ease him back in. But but they weren't getting any pressure. In. And you give Aaron Rodgers two seconds, he's going to find his guy. Um, and you're leaving your those DBs on a corner. And you said it, they're not, I mean, they're not the, the caliber of Richard Sherman from two years ago, okay? That's granted. But you put any any young cornerback on an island by himself with Devontae Adams, he, he's gonna get toasted. And and I mean you gotta roll double teams and and two guys at Devontae Adams. And I just didn't see it. There was no adjustment made um mid-game. Yeah, D'Amico Ryan's, in my opinion, his his I'm not I'm not really upset at his selection at cornerback. What I'm not happy with is what you said. It's like he should have measured the talent coming at those guys. You, it's Devontae Adams. This guy is a speedster. Not to mention he can manipulate defenses. He's very good at it. He's been doing it for a long time. They should have known, hey, look, we need to send a double team on Adams on certain plays. Now, to your point, because you were talking about if people want to blame Garoppolo, I don't want to blame Garoppolo. Garoppolo actually didn't have a bad game. He was 25 of 40. You know, 257 yards. The poor guy was sacked four times, okay, for a 26-yard loss. And the thing that really I focused on 
was the Jair Alexander INT. And the reason why I focused on it is because when I saw it, the first thing I noticed is that, first of all, his adjustment on the ball was amazing. I never seen that. That was just, I mean, he not only ran down the pass, but he turned around to catch the football, okay? That, that's basically what he did was he outran the pass. That's what he did. But what was significant was that the reason why he was able to get that interception is because the receiver couldn't outrun the pass. The receiver th could not run as fast as the pass was. The pass led him. And when he led him, Alexander just turned around and caught it and started running the other direction. It took, and what was even worse, it took the secondary somewhere between, I don't know, five to 12 yards of, of, of Alexander running before they realized he intercepted the ball. I was like, are you kidding me? It's like, it's an interception. Where's your response? Well, I, listen, Jimmy's, Jimmy's, I mean, he, there was quite a few throws, maybe, I don't know, maybe three or four that I can distinctly remember where they were pretty dangerous throws and either the receiver made a, a great play or, um, it wasn't caught. I mean, there was a play where Debo basically he had a, the defender in his uniform and Jimmy threw the ball and, and Debo couldn't even get his arms up. It basically like hit him in the chest. Um, I mean, there were, you're going to get that with Jimmy, uh, some of those throws, some of those risky throws are in tight windows. Um, but I thought Jimmy, Jimmy had a, I mean, I thought he responded well. I thought he, he gave them a chance to win. He put them in position, uh, you just leave 37 seconds for Aaron Rodgers, and he's gonna look two passes, two plays, and they're in field goal, no timeouts, and they're in field goal range. And that's um, where that's and where... that's defensively, that's you know, that's where you need a big play, that's where you need the D line to step up. They got to get pressure, and nobody got pressure. There was none, none. I don't know about you, but if I'm D'Amico Ryans and I'm the defensive coordinator for the 49ers, I want answers. Okay, I want answers. There's no way in the world that how Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, come on, Aaron Rodgers. One sack, he wasn't even hurried. He wasn't even hurried. He had no pressure in that game, none. Not to mention, there was no running game from SF. Nothing, zero, zilch. And maybe we should have expected that because they had three running backs go down. Sermon, ten carries, thirty-one yards. Kiddo did have a decent day, seven catches, 92 yards. One thing about the red zone for San Francisco, they were perfect. They were perfect. Mm, they were, no, mean, no, 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 understand. When statistically, I say perfect, I'm saying, statistically, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying from the standpoint, they were four for four in the red zone. Yeah, it was statistically that, they were perfect. They but were it perfect. wasn't it was not. I mean, it took them what five tries to get well, no, in it from the it one did. yard line. From the one yard line. Okay, but times. understand, you're talking about you're talking about them scoring in the red zone on one play. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that they were able to get into the red zone and get into the touchdown every single time they went down there. I don't care how many plays it took, because guess what? Not every team does that. Not every team gets in the red zone and get in on the first play or the second play. Sometimes take a couple of plays. But the main thing is, every time he went down there, they got in. Yeah, and I honestly, I think this game falls on on the defensive end. Yes, um, it I mean, you you know that you are you are lacking in the in the defensive backfield, right? With your DBs, your your cornerbacks, you're you're thin. And 
And the fact that you can't even generate pressure to, to help them because the 49ers are going to play one-on-one with the receivers and you have a high caliber quarterback, high caliber receivers that spells disaster. And that's exactly what it was. It was disaster. And so I, I would have liked to see some more blitz packages, putting more pressure on Aaron Rodgers. A four-man rush was not getting it done. They weren't disguising anything. Aaron Rodgers knew exactly what was going to happen before he snapped in the ball because you're in man coverage and you're not, you're, you could be in max protect. You're not going to get pressured. Right, right. So we're going to go ahead and, 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 and turn the steering wheel. Uh, media day for the NBA was yesterday. And it was interesting because, um, you know, the Warriors basically were fielding questions and the highlight of the day was definitely Andrew Wiggins, your guy. Okay. No, I, I wouldn't even, for me, that wasn't the highlight. The highlight for me, that because that's the juicy, like, that's the gossip, like, stuff of what happened. I, yeah, honestly, is, honestly but- the highlight for me, and I watched it live, was, was Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson talking about coming back. Clay Thompson talking about, you know, uh, what it's been like, the, sh- the struggle, the grind, how much he loves the game. And just, I mean, just, you know, just the enthusiasm he has for being back in the building with his teammates, getting ready to gear up and, and get ready to go for the season. And he's uh, like a month and a half away from, from seeing his goal. To me, that was the highlight. The Andrew Wiggins stuff, is just a casualty of, of COVID, you know, it it just, it's the unfortunate fallout, the unfortunate um, side of COVID. Uh, It's just the sucky part of, and, and trying to to operate a business or trying to operate a sports team during, during COVID. It's just, it's, it's very challenging and difficult. And that's what, that's what it is. Well, it may be challenging, difficult from your end, but from my perspective, I look at it from the standpoint that at the end of the day, I'm sorry, I, I just can't, I, I can't, I mean, I know, you know, people are saying that, you know, even Steph Curry was saying that, you know, his decision is a personal decision, but in my opinion, I don't see it as being personal at all. And the reason why I don't see that is because at the end of the day, he signed a contract to play for the Golden State Warriors before COVID got here, Okay. And as far as I'm concerned, you sign a contract, you have to honor that contract. Now, I understand he may have some, you know, uh, revisions about getting the shot. Because I'll be honest with you, I was too, okay? But the one thing that put me over the top was that I didn't think about myself, okay? I thought about my friends, my family, my loved ones, people who I care about. That's why I got the shot, okay? Because at the end of the day, that's what he needs to think about. Because he's going to be around, you know, his team, team doctors, which he's taken, you know, advice from his team doctors before and there was no problem, but now all of a sudden there is. So my whole deal is this, you know, you need to worry about whether or not if you're going to want to have this on your conscience. Because if you do get COVID and you give it to somebody else and something happens to that person, they die, guess what? You had a chance to stop that and you didn't. And my whole deal is this. You got, you know, Steph Curry and, and, and his family, you know, his Curry's kids, they, they come to the games, okay? You got the opposing team, okay? And, and, and you also have, and I don't know for sure, maybe he doesn't have any family members here. Maybe that might be the case. I don't know. But I'm just saying, 
you got your own family to consider whenever you see them because you don't know how this thing works once you get it okay it's very well, and see, very possible and that and see that's the thing you kind of nailed on nailed on the head and that's the unfortunate side to this and i think it's unfair to to call out um call out a personal for for a personal choice because you just said it like we really don't know like we don't i mean we're two years into this you're telling me we got it all figured out there's no way we have it all figured out and so to say that like you know somebody has we, we have all the answers we don't have all the answers because there's different variants and then those variants become different variants and so and it, it you know i mean to like to call out i mean it listen to 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 say that someone doesn't care about their family or anybody else is, I think is unfair. Um, because even, you know, even uh, listen, I'm vaccinated because I'm vaccinated, not for myself. I am vaccinated for other people because I'm around young kids. Okay. So, so then you agree, then you agree, but that's, but that's for, you know, that's for me. That's, I mean, that's the choice I made. But what I'm saying is this, Matt, you still agree. Okay. That doing this, is not just for yourself. It's for other people. And that's the point I'm trying to get at. I'm trying to get the fact that I know Andrew has a personal reason for not doing this. I get that. In other words, you have the right to make that decision. However, when that decision affects other people, that's the problem I have. I got a friend right now, man. Good friend. Known him for 30 years. His family, my family, we used to vacation together all the time. His grandson, who they told over and over, hey, look, you know, when you walk outside, wear gloves, wear a mask, and keep your distance from people. He didn't listen. He did whatever he wanted. Guess what? He came home and infected his grandfather. His grandfather and me were like this. Okay, we've been friends for all this time. And he lost his life. He's dead. He's gone. I'll never be able to have, have time with that guy. And why? It's like now when we think of Tom, that was his name, we'll turn and look at his grandson and go, really? Really? And, and to this day, he still believes that he has the right to do what he did. I mean, that's that's kind of the beauty of America, too, is that we do have the freedoms to make choices, whether they're good choices or bad, whether we agree with people's choices or not. Like we have the freedom to make those choices. I mean, I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with it, but I also don't agree with the attacking of one another. You know what I mean? And like coming at people Look, and, and making not- it personal um on people because i'm not i'm not necessarily because this is this because this is this is uncharted waters like we've have you gone through a pandemic such as this no i haven't either and nobody else has and so so we're all kind of trying to go through this together and it's not as it's not as easy as 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 it should or you think it should be for some people it really isn't for other people it is for me or you like it's no big deal but you know, it's not as easy, you know, for some people and, and even vaccinated people can, I mean, yeah, I know the numbers and it limits the, the possibility and the transmission and all that. And those are all good things, but even vaccinated people can still pass on the, the pass on COVID. And so, so it's like, you know, it's just, it, that's, some, that's like the really crappy part about where we're at. It's like, because it's like, it's like one or the other, you know what I mean? And, and then if it's not one or the other, then it's this, um, this just attacking. And, and that's, what's disheartening because you could see that Andrew Wiggins is sincerely struggling with this, or it's, it really bothers him and frustrates him, 
you know, that, that he has to go through this right now. And I don't necessarily think he's going through it because he's just a selfish person and doesn't want to get a vaccine. Like, I think he has his reasons. I don't know what they are. I think it, he should probably share those at some point. Somehow. Well, he already said that he that he's not going to. But and said, be, because said, I think he's so frustrated because he's just getting attacked. Like, nobody wants to listen to him. He They're just like, well, no, that's him. not true. You have you have reporters that do want to listen. They even question him and say, OK, you have your reasons. We respect that. What are they? And he's flat out just said it's none of your business. OK, yeah, and, no, he did. And, and and so and so my whole deal is this is that okay and me myself if i was that reporter and he responded that way to me i would probably not ask the question again okay i would back away at that point because to a large degree he is right it isn't any of anybody's business it is his decision whatever reason he's doing it for i just I, i'm just like this about it i'm, I'm like the fact that um but there's you consequences. Have, there's consequences. Like he, there, he's going to pay consequences one way, I well, mean, one way I or the other. I don't there's necessarily consequences for but his see, actions. But see, this is the thing. I'm not necessarily talking about that per se. In other words, I don't want him to pay consequences for his decision. In other words, you just want him to shut right. up, just shut up and do what everybody tells him to do. Well, no, that's not what I'm implying at all. Okay, no. What I am saying is that. There's logical reasoning behind what we're doing. We're not just doing it to take away his freedom. I mean, in other words, he still has the ability to not get the vaccine. He can. Right. No one's going right. to say anything. He's um, just going to lose out on lots of money. Yeah, he is. He's going to lose out a lot because the, the lawyers, they're going to take their position. They're going to say, you signed a contract. That's right. it. Right. Um, and you're, and that's you're, just, not that's paying, just, you're not playing 41 home games. You're not getting paid for 41 home that's games. That's right. Because guess what? You and, took the position. But and this you, legacy that you want to have in this game is going to be tarnished because yeah, all of that gonna, yeah, that is going like to all happen. these things that that could be the consequence of you not uh, of you not wanting to to you know do what needs to be done. Um, and it's unfortunate. It's yeah, unfortunate, it unfortunate for the Warriors. But really, this they, the other thing, Wiggins knew that that was going to happen. So I think, to a large degree, on one end, it's it's kind of a double edged sword because on one end. I want him to get the vaccine because I don't want him to affect anybody else. But on the other end, I do respect him standing for his, for his principles. I do. I respect it. But respect is not going to handle anything if he does get COVID and it causes a complication where he can't come back from. Now we're dealing with some, some things I don't want to see happen to him. Right. You know what I mean? That, right. That's my position on this whole thing is that I don't want to see anybody get harmed. That's my whole thing. At because all. And either physically, mentally, <laughs> Um, you know, in, in any way, you're, you're absolutely, I mean, you're absolutely right. Like worse, you don't want the worst case or the worst case scenario. Like you don't want that for anyone, especially, I mean, anyone. Right. And, and so, um, so there is that, that concern because it is honestly, it, it's bigger than basketball. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, because it, it, you are, you are, um, you know, your decisions are putting yourself and others at at potential risk yeah that's very true so the sharks are playing their second game tonight of the season i almost had tickets what i did to i soccer soccer sir sir say no more words if you get tickets to a sharks game you better take me i got you my son's been begging me to take him back so i got you i got you you better take me i'm just you realize i have not gone to a shark game yet Oh, then it, then bet, dude. It's on. I got you. 
Okay. There's two things I want to do before I die. I want to go to Sharps game and I want to go see the San Jose Giants. Hey, Brian Lamb, Brian Lamb, my boy, you heard it here on Game Face uh, podcast. We hook me up so we can get this man to the Sharks game. Brian Lamb's my hookup. That's my oh. boy. Uh, like, if I need tickets, he would be the one I hit up. Um, and and so Brian Lamb, like, dog, let's go, hook it up. Okay, one other one other request: the Santa Cruz Warriors. That would be fun too. Yeah, yeah, that I would be see fun that. too. I want to hey, see that. Razor, I got one last request. Okay. If you've watched the show this far, if you've watched our podcast, if you've been listening to the Game Face podcast for this long, please do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that thumbs up button. Drop us a comment. Let us know whether you agree with us or not about the Wiggins saying, if you think I'm just being like uh, with baby kitten gloves, I want to treat Wiggins like he's some prized uh, fighter. Uh, tell me, hey, Matt, you're you're an idiot. Or, uh, you know, if you think Richard uh, is analysis on the 49ers was a little lacking, you say, hey, man, like, you know what? Leave the D line alone. They're OK. They're going to be fine. Uh, drop us a comment, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. We would appreciate we appreciate your support. We appreciate your love. Share it with your friends, man. Oh, and by the way, when you subscribe, you will get a game face t-shirt. We got them in the works. We got them in the works. That's right. And all you got to do is give us your size and give us their delivery address so we can deliver those to you. We got you. So we're going to close this out because we're, we're all out of time. But uh, Matt, as always, man, another spicy, spicy show you did today, man. I like it. I love it. I love it. So if you look at our faces, you know it's game face time. And you also know that we're out of time. I'm Richard the Razor Ewing. He's Matt and otherwise wise. And this has been Game Face, Barrier Sports Magnified. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.